Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Key, you know, like anytime you hear someone dies, it's, you know, it's sad. And people feel like, you know, the certain celebrity deaths and stuff like that, you feel like you, you had some kind of a relationship with them, even though you didn't a lot, most people, right? But the things that, the ones that kill me are the artists where I'm like, damn, that's it. They're not going to make anything new anymore. I can't, Nate Dog hit me like that. Like, damn, not yeah. Nate. You know what I mean? That's the only, I'm, I'm glad the Lakers won because that's the only time we're going to get some West Coast music played on this show. Wow. <laughs> That's the only they got. They got to play it because of the Lakers. I, I know what it is. We done heard. I done heard a couple West Coast songs today because the Lakers won. Now all of a sudden, Yates want to start playing West Coast, East Coast. Yeah, they won, ass. but it had a late start time because it's on the West Coast, and it went into overtime. Come on now, West Coast bias, Yates. I love the West. I'm part West. You ain't know. Max, yeah, the game, it, it, but the game went to overtime. But Key got here on time this morning. It's a tad bit late. All right. Yeah, y'all don't understand how you got here so late, man. Oh, not this me. morning. I about. No, you, I was, you were supposed I was to be here at, at Look, 5.30. You, you set the rules. No, I didn't. You complained. No. You, you complain, Max. You absolutely 100% did. Lies. Everybody's at 6.30. No, no, They're no, no. you got to be here at 5.30. No. Nobody, I'm sitting in the window. Keyshawn Johnson. That's Joseph Keyshawn Johnson, tell the truth. No, you I'm bet. telling the truth. You were like, you know, well, we were both probably bad little kids, but – this is a straight lie with a, with a straight face. No, you're, you're totally no, lying. No, 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 no. I did not. I didn't want to, to be the one. But I'm not going to be the only one sitting here on time every day. It's been 29 you, days. I've been keeping or, track. I've been. It's the first time I've been late. Everyone else been late five, ten times. Max, Max, you set the rule. No, I don't. you screamed and hollered at on our production call. You no, you no. you use your vo- Max. You use your voice loudly to the point where nobody said anything. We just listened. We said, okay, fine. You want to come in? In fact, they changed the time because of you. They changed it because I of you. I was not in favor of the new time, but after the tenth time I showed up and everyone else was late, I said, time out. If yes, we're going to be doing this, I'm not going to be the only one sitting here. That's you, when I started okay. making noise. Okay, so you made noise. Is that yep. a yes or a no? Correct. You did make yes, noise. Yes, correct. And you said that everybody needed to be in their seats by 530. Is yes, that, I did. Yes, is, that, is that correct? Correct. So what you, in fact, are telling me right now yes. is that you made the time for no, everybody to be the in their seats at 530. No, I didn't. I and simply you, pointed out that since okay, you else did, made you the did, time, they should be on time since I Okay, am. you didn't make the time. No. But you agreed. Yes. And the reason you agree is because you were not satisfied with everybody else's in and out coming at the times they were coming in no, because you I, felt like, hold on, you felt like your time was being wasted. Yes. That is what you felt like. Yes. So then you agreed along with everybody else to be in your seat at 530. Yeah. And in fact, today, yes true. or no. Yep. Were you not in your seat at 5.30? No. Okay, so rest the case. Okay. So let's do this in terms of fines, because you were just talking about fines, right? If there was a $3,000 lateness fine, I'd be in the whole first month that we've been doing this, three Gs. But it's not. You would be out about 30 Gs. The the production room would be out about 30 Gs. I'd be out three. 
but I wasn't the one to complain. Yeah, because you're ball. not the one sitting there every day waiting I, for everybody. I, I was not the one to complain and take my ball and run home when I didn't get my way. But so we gave you – hold on. We gave you your way. Mm-hmm. We, in fact, gave you your way. No. What do you mean? No, no you, you just, just started just the last couple of days. You showed up on time. You didn't give me my way. You just oh, showed up on last, time a couple times. Hold on, though. Can, what about the three thirty meeting? Can we start finding you guys for that as well? The hold up. We have a three thirty Zoom. I'm off the air on this building at three o'clock. What am I supposed to do? Hang out at the office to do the Zoom? I go home. I got to go under an underpass. I got to get in an elevator. I got to so, so, go under. But the hold point on, is, I don't tunnel. have guys, Zoom available Man, to me at the time team. of the start of the meeting, so <laughs> I, I get on as soon as I can. Pass. Or should I stay at the office when I've been here since five in the morning and and our Zoom is until four p.m.? I should stay in the office to do a Zoom. With you guys, and half the time, half of you aren't on the Zoom? I just find it amazing that that drop and you're doing it live is always the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. It's the same thing, but you're, you're sitting up lying to the people. But that's okay. I want to hear about the Lakers and basketball last night. The Lakers survived. That's the main thing. They, they, they go on. But key... Schroeder hits the three to put him up. Game is over. Conley's in the corner. The clock is basically done, right? It's over. Yeah, he should, get, should never get the shot off. Never. He's not even. But AD, here comes AD. He's trying to put a hand in his face. And I get it. It's a dangerous. Listen, a corner three, a guy like Mike Conley, like a lot of times he's going to hit that, right? Money on the line. He's that type of dude. AD puts the hand in his face but couldn't control it and nicked him. At the end of the play, sending Conley to the well, line. Well, he nicked him, but he also was in his space. He yeah, came down yeah, on the right. shoe, he nicked him, but he was in his space. He was, right. So, point one second. You can't make this up. Point one seconds left in the game. Conley, first one almost doesn't go in, hits all three free throws. We're going to overtime. I'm looking and, at the clock like, please the help crazy me, somebody. Thing, the crazy thing is Reggie Miller says after uh, Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder. Schroeder. I know Schroeder because he's American. That's right, yeah. I mean, American, he's in America. Schroeder, yes. Um, Reggie Miller, TNT, he goes, hey, all the Lakers got to do here is not foul or do something silly. <laughs> but I wouldn't like, say it was silly. It was just No, it's unfortunate. silly. What do you mean, no? Because you don't it, what want did like, LeBron, I, What did LeBron say? Well, he Bone gave head. the business at. You want to hear what LeBron said? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, here's LeBron after the game. I've been playing a game like that since uh, since I was a kid. I drew the defense, trust your teammates, and, uh, and he knocked it down. It's unfortunate that AD had a brain fart and messed his game winner up. He hears you. Uh, I messed his game winner up. I apologize. I definitely apologize. <laughs> yeah, but he, right. As you said, Key, he's doing that because they won. Oh, absolutely. They won, and it is this guy, whatever, you know, and they won, but now you can give it to him. But you best believe. Between that shot and that foul and that going to the bench, you can only imagine what was going through some of his teammates' minds. We may have not got the shot of the side eyes in the mumbling to themselves, but, oh, they was giving it to him. In their brain, oh, they was giving it to him. I just know when something like that happens and you don't know what the outcome is going to be in the end, you're mad. You're, 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 you're mad. And then once you get back on the field, you, I mean, back on the court, you feel a certain way. It's like a kicker. 
You set everything up for the kicker. We go down the field with two minutes to go. We boom, bam, 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 bam. We put it in perfect situation. 21-yard field goal. We can walk off. This did what? He went wide what? You know, you like, yeah. I can't believe this dude. You know, and then you feel bad for him. But if you get out of there with a win, you're like, oh, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, now, now he's going to get it. And now my he's going to yeah, get like, it. How the hell you missed that field goal, man? Meantime, the Lakers do advance. LeBron came through when he needed to. Um, yeah, in a big-time way. And he, AD, for the most part, played great. This is the, – the Lakers – the Lakers have – and D'Angelo Russell, you know, didn't do much. But I think Anthony Edwards was trying to make up for the fact that he was ice cold offensively. And so he played re- – he's a very good defensive player. And it's not like D'Angelo Russell's going to f- be defended by a guy that good and athletic every night um, or in the playoffs. So, we look at the Lakers now, Key. They've Mm -hmm. basically been the best defensive team in basketball since the trades, right? And to me, that says what you need to know. Because if the only facts you have is, give me the best defensive, like, I'm just going to give you, you know nothing about the NBA this year, nothing. I just told you, best defensive team in basketball, or at least top three. They have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and, and some guys who shoot it well enough. What, are you going to say they can't win the championship? I would not count them out, even though the Grizzlies is a tough first-round matchup. Well, first of all, you got two perennial all-stars, right? and one of the perennial all-stars is arguing. People are arguing back and forth every single day on whether he's the greatest basketball player ever. Mm-hmm. He's damn near 40 years old, and he's knocking down 30 points every night he steps on the court. Then you got a guy in AD, if he could just stay off the floor and stay healthy, he's one of the top players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Then you got guys like uh, Dennis Schroeder. Then you got uh, Schroeder. Then you got guys like Beasley. And then you got D'Angelo Russell, which that matchup with Edwards is a tough matchup sometimes, big guard, you know. that, that Physical, sort of athletic. Yeah. Physical, athletic. You're not going to get that every single night, especially in, in this matchup against the, the Grizzlies. So when you put all that together – and you start to look at it, you damn skippy. They got a chance to make a run. Now, whether or not they get there, they're in it. And when, you, when you're in it, because if the Lakers had this team, this, this team that is put together right now in the day, and they had it from the beginning of the season, you think they would be the seventh seed? No, no way. Exactly. So now they bought themselves some time to finally get healthy, to jail, to kind of put things together. Yeah, the they playing game was game. actually good for them when you it think was, about it. it they're not on the shelf for a week exactly. getting stale, but they're exactly. also, they didn't lose it, so they have to play another one. Now they're going to be tired. They got just the right amount of reps heading into the playoffs. I so, agree. I think it's so, good for so, them. So, so will we even be having this type of, not negative, I don't want to say negative, this um, conversation about if they can, if you just took, and put the Lakers at home yeah. in Memphis on the road. In the a first four, let's round. say they're a four seed or a three yeah, seed. Let, right, would we even be having this? Oh, they can't do this. They can't. One thing, Keith. We wouldn't even be having that conversation. One thing, and I want your answer on the other side. Okay? Mm-hmm. See, the reason LeBron, the reason basketball, a lot of times, NBA basketball, reduces to a single player when you talk about team success and championships is because that's been the history of the league. History of the league is usually, because when you get to a certain level, the teams are more or less similar, and 
whoever has the best player wins, right? That's why people from Jordan's era go, come on, man, he just basically never lost because he was the best. In LeBron's era, he's always in the finals, right? You know, and then, and then sometimes winning it because they got LeBron. Back in the day, you had Magic, you had Bird, you're in the finals, a lot of times winning it. So usually if you have LeBron and the team I described, you have a really good chance to get to the finals. But in the same conference, there's another guy who's crewed up, and he almost never loses, never loses a game. It, with the Nets or the, or the Suns. I'm talking, of course, about Kevin Durant. What I want to know from you on the other side, Key, is, is KD just, he's just got it like that. He is the number one player in the West because we were wondering, maybe LeBron still is as good as KD. Coming up, we're going to get into that, and you're going to hear about a young player being as honest as possible on why he hasn't returned to the court yet. That too. KJM ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Physically, I'm fine. Now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. I think we're reaching that time for the Pelicans to think about moving on from Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is a myth at this point. I think this comes a point where the leadership of the front office have to come to the table and actually figure things out with this young man. I mean, he's trying to figure things out himself, but at the end of the day, they have to figure out what's the best way to get him on the floor. This song is so good, it doesn't even make sense. Money, little duffel bag boy. See, Keyshawn, J. Difference. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Get the, difference money. Here, the difference here, Max, is yeah. I understand what he's saying. Uh, Yeah. I can clearly hear his yes. lyrics. Yes. Some we of are. that other stuff, it sounds no. good, but I, I mean, what does he say? That's key, because I'll, I'll be 50 in August, and you're a little bit older than me, so we're now at the age where we're like, I don't like music unless I can understand every lyric. <laughs> well, no, I like it when I can't understand the lyrics, but and I understand the lyrics and the rhymes and everything, but it's yeah. hard to yeah, hear he, it he because it's so much the stuff. Words. It's so much stuff over it, and you know. Yeah. Also, Lil Wayne's not one of those dudes who uses so much slang you never heard of before. 
that it's hard to understand. To this day, if I listen to, because Wu-Tang still makes different artists out of Wu-Tang still, they'll make stuff and I'll be like, wait, hold on, that's some Staten Island stuff I've never heard of before. <laughs> They're talking about something. I'm not sure what it is. But Lil Wayne, it makes sense right away as soon as you hear it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get to Zion in a second, Key. I mm-hmm. asked you a question because are we sure? You know, like LeBron, he's not considered the best player in basketball anymore. But are we sure about that? Watching him yesterday, <sighs> you know, because KD just serves everybody. Is LeBron, can he elevate a team now maybe and compensate for the fact that one-on-one it's a little different with KD? Because my honest answer is no. I think KD is the best player in basketball, and I think it's by quite a bit. And I think that's why he's won something like 28 of the last 30 games he's played. I would say it looks different. I mean, I was really watching LeBron last night from beginning to end. It just looks different. It 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 is not as silky smooth is KD's. Like, KD's stuff is just wet. I mean, silk isn't it, it, as silky smooth as KD, right? Like, it, this it's, dude is different. It's just, it's, it's wet. It, it, when it goes in, the bottom of the net just falls a certain way. Pure. He's, he's long, where LeBron's stuff looks rough. But he's getting it done. But it just, it, it looks aggressive because of his, his, his frame, his body style. So I think I think in a head-to-head matchup sort of thing, it'll be even. It'll just look different. It'll oh, be no. different. No, it'll it'll your, the confidence level on certain shots. You'll feel better with Kevin because Kevin's stuff is smooth. Yeah, but Keith, Where, let's go back to the let's go back to the Cavs Warriors matchups. I thought LeBron was clearly the better player between him and KD in the first championship that KD won. And KD got MVP, and he was great. I thought LeBron's clearly better. He just was working with less. Second championship, and where KD won the second MVP, I thought it was closer. I still thought LeBron was the better player, right? I can't, you know, when I look at matchups, and I, and I do this in football with quarterbacks, for instance. Yep. If KD is giving you 29 and LeBron's giving same you 27, thing, same, it's the same thing. damn but, thing. But, I, but I'm just, I'm giving you my perspective, all right? And on defensive, on the defensive end, when LeBron wants to hunker down, he well, wait a minute. Play. Hold on. Stay right there. See, I don't think the KD that won back-to-back MVPs was even the best version of KD. I think the KD where the Achilles snapped was the best KD I'd ever seen because I thought he was an elite defender on every position. I thought he became a great passer because of his height and his arm span he always had open passing lanes and he would always make the right pass and, and I thought and, as a scorer and, and, it just got ridiculous so I think this KD has finally after these several years gotten back to that level right before the Achilles went and I don't think LeBron is on the same level he used to be just you, physically you, you, you see the pass to Dennis Schroeder yeah that was night? crazy you mean in transition when, the, uh, boom boom bam yeah they collapse here you go bam Take yeah it, crazy stupid yeah that is something that a lot of people cannot do. No, no. They don't Almost do no that. one can do it like LeBron. So, right. so when you say, well, uh, where is he better at other than shooting in, in his length? Like, where is he better at? I would it's say at this point, thing. KD is a better defender. I would say that while he's not no, the he's passer, a, he's LeBron a, is. I, I would say LeBron 
when he's a willing defender, can, can do defend. It. Yes. Defend. In he, certain when, moments, look, he's a great here, defender. Here, yeah. Here's what I would say. When he wants to do it in the playoffs, High in leverage big moments, moments yeah. he does it. Yep. He but absolutely does. He it. does. I agree. But KD can do that more consistently throughout the game. Because KD wants to do it more consistently yeah, he's, throughout he's the game. He's a little younger. And, and LeBron could do it if he wanted to throughout the game. When he wants to, he does it. And when he knocks down open threes, he does it. It just his why threes do you think, look hard. Why do you think KD has, in his last 29 or 30 games, lost two? And, by the way, across two different conferences on two different teams with different personnel, in the new team, no time to practice even with the guys. When he's on the floor, he, to me, and why do you think he was able to, and this was, again, not full KD. He hadn't gotten all the way back yet, in my opinion, was able to destroy the eventual champions in the first two games when he didn't even have Harden and Kyrie. He just had Kyrie, and then Kyrie went out, and it still went seven games, and they just barely lost. To me, but, KD but is he, where LeBron used to be, which is twice as good as the next best guy. Prior to LeBron's injuries and stuff like that, dude was destroying people a year ago. LeBron, you're saying? Yes. Well, LeBron's still a top-five player. Yes. He was destroying people in, in whatever year it was. I don't know if it was 2021, where the Lakers all of a sudden fell apart right at around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. They kind of fell apart. They yep. were, you know. So when you look at it, yeah, KD is out there silky smooth and destroying people and doing his thing. But let's not act like LeBron wasn't destroying people I'm, doing his thing, too. I, I, I'll say That's this. That's all I'm saying. I, I, you know me. I'm not counting out the Lakers for winning a championship. Yeah, I'm not, the look, I'm not I being ask, a homer. I'm just well, saying. I not. I, I'm not being a homer. I'm just saying. We can't say he's so far over LeBron that it doesn't make but any this, sense. This is, this it is why I'm, that way. the reason I'm bringing it up is because I believe LeBron can win a championship this season. Okay, oh, I, I do agree. too. Okay, the one thing that makes me think, uh oh, is if KD, if I'm right about, if, like my gut is right about yeah. this, and KD is that much better than everyone, ain't no one gonna mess with. Like, like I don't know if anyone takes the Sun seven games. That's but, my only fear. But if, 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 if it's a wash, we can agree that it's a wash if I, they played head to yeah, head. Oh, well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't what, know. What, so you, so you, are you thinking LeBron's going to score 15 and let his uh, – uh, um, whoever his uh, opponent is on the offensive end score 40 and he's going to score 15? I'm, Do no, we I'm really saying think that, that, that when KD plays with other really good players and you can't just throw everything at KD, yeah. it, it, it's a wrap. It's okay. like he got, so, it's a, okay. You know he's so, the first player so in history wait, to go wait, 55, though, Mike, 40, about, 90 this season? Think about what you just said. When KD mm-hmm. plays with other really good players. Yeah, but LeBron's playing with them too now. With other good, well, really good players. Yes. And they're winning and they are just got together and all of those sort of things. Mm-hmm. And they went on a little nice little winning streak here at the end of the season. They mm-hmm. did okay. I mean, they, that's how they got into the seventh seed. But when he's had... Less than good players, what has he done? When he's Le- lifted those players, LeBron and taken can them somewhere do more else. by himself than any player who ever lived. If you're telling me you don't have a lot around you, give me LeBron. He'll get you closer than anyone who ever lived. Yeah. And now that he but has. But that's different than saying when you're crewed up, who's going to get you but, over but the top? But he's crewed up better than he was in the past. That's why so we're going to find out right now. Let's see if they meet. Let's see what it is. That's the matchup I want to see. I want to see. I want to see the Lakers in Golden State and the Lakers in Phoenix. I don't really care about the Lakers and Clippers, but those that's what I want to see. Oh, they're all good matchups. 
All right. Man. We didn't get to Zion Williamson. We will. Well, that's your fault. Plus, how confident should the Lakers feel against the Grizzlies? KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're joined now by Jeff Van Gundy, NBA analyst for ESPN, and, of course, former NBA head coach, including for my New York Knicks back when I was a kid, Key. Hey, hey. Those were happier times. Jeff will be on the ESPN call, of course, for Pelicans and Thunder. Good morning, Coach. Morning. How are you guys? Good, Coach. How are you doing? Before we before we jump in on the Lakers and last night's Grizzly game, I want to ask you something. As a former head coach, what was your fine policy? Did you fine guys? I did, uh, but I'll tell you if I if I did it again, if you know, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I don't like how it how it worked. You know, you're just taking people's money. You know, Jerry Sloan with Utah, everybody fined at that point, but Jerry Sloan was the one guy that didn't. And his whole thing was, I don't want your money. I want your commitment. And I think uh, I think that's a better policy, although I, I don't know then what you do if, you know, guys uh, are not fulfilling their obligations. So, Again, I, I don't think it's easy, but it, it doesn't feel good to take somebody's money. That's for sure. Yeah, the reason the reason how I ask you this because Coach Parcells, who you know uh, very well, he would uh, fine us. I, I think at the time it was about twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars per pound over your playing weight every single day until you got down. And we were having a conversation earlier about it, and sometimes the, the amounts would be so crazy that you would just be like, Coach, come on, seriously? And he would continually do it, continuously do it until you got to your weight. So, yeah, you, your obligation well, we to didn't, be at playing yeah, weight. We didn't do it for weight. We we just had to do, you know, people had That's to right. do extra. But, yeah. but man, that's a – and listen, if I if I, if Parcells was fighting me for my playing weight right now, I'd be broke. Jeez, <laughs> coach Coach Van Gundy was fortunate enough to have guys like Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley. Right, it helps to have veteran leadership and workers on the team. I'm sure in terms of uh, in terms of all that stuff and instilling discipline. I imagine, Coach. What are your? Yeah, yeah, it was. But I tell you what, my best. But I, I know you want to talk about others. But I was just thinking uh, when you guys asked me that. Starks came flying up from the locker room one time before practice, and we went at it because he missed a training. Uh, he, he didn't uh, fulfill his obligation to meet with Mike Saunders, our trainer, when he was hurt. And he says, "I can put ice on at home." And we were just yelling at each other because I think I, I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars at that time. Oh my goodness, that was funny. Yeah, and he was God. bagging groceries at one point. He's not trying to lose that fifteen hundred dollars. No, exactly. Hey, he was. He, he could gamble it on the plane. Coach, what are your 
What are your initial thoughts on the Lakers' chances against the Grizz in the first round? Well, I think, you know, what's understated is how hurt the Grizzlies are. You know, Adams is out, Clark is out. So their front line has been absolutely decimated. Uh, and, you know, the, the whole uh, Anthony Davis matchup is going to be a challenge. You know, they have Tillman as their starting center. They really don't have a lot of front court depth. And then, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr., who's a terrific defender, but is very foul prone, uh, if they match him up with Davis. So I think the Lakers have a, a chance. I thought last night's defensive effort in the second half, particularly the fourth quarter in overtime, keyed by Schroeder and Davis, was uh, a great example of what they're capable of at that end of the floor. So because of the injuries and uh, because of the defense the Lakers are capable of, um, I, I think they have they have a chance. I think they're the underdog. But but I think it's more of a toss-up series. The coach, Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst and former head coach, joining us this morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach, you mentioned last night, you mentioned the Lakers, the defensive effort put in in the second half. But as a former head coach and a great analyst, when you saw Anthony Davis close out in the end of that game with .1 seconds on Conley and get that foul, what do you say to him in that situation? Well, I think there's a bigger issue than just the foul. Everybody says switch everything late, like 1.4 seconds, right? And I've never understood that whole switch everything mentality. Anthony Davis, there was confusion because there was multiple screening actions. And so there was this huge gap between – uh, Conley and Davis. So he had two choices, uh, you know, close slow and, you know, just live with the result or close hard, which he did. And I didn't think it was really a great call either. I, I didn't think it was really a foul. But my point is I, I just didn't like – I don't like when Anthony Davis is like in these actions where there's these multiple screening actions and now he's trying to do something he hasn't done all game. I think sometimes – you know, staying with your own and then driving through screens, particularly up three, like they should have been on the top side. I've always wondered sometimes why we, you know, guard in the two-point area versus put all five guys surrounding the arc at that point in the game, knowing they have to try to shoot a three anyway. So anyway, I I just didn't like necessarily uh, that Davis was involved in the switching, but you know, the one thing you can't do is you just can't foul. You gotta, you can't foul a jump shooter. It just, it's a killer. Jeff Van Gundy, who will be on the ESPN call of Pelicans Thunder. Um, so we've been we've been trying to talk about Zion Williamson, kind of all show, and we keep getting sidetracked. Can New Orleans win an opening series if Zion returns? If Zion Williamson is healthy and he's productive, New Orleans could win the West, I believe. I think he's that good. I think they're, uh, with Williamson, uh, as talented as any team in the West, and he's an impossible matchup. 
And and I know, you know, he's played, what, 29 games this year. He's played 114 games, I think, through four years. But I think there is hope if you're a New Orleans fan. You know, Joel Embiid, through his first four years, I think played 94 games. Yep. So, you know, it, it doesn't look good now. It, it's bleak. He's always hurt. You know, it's a big what if. But hopefully for Williamson and the Pelicans that he can get back and, you know, have sort of a a much healthier second act of his NBA career. He is powerful around the rim. You must commit a second guy to him. So, you know, he can, he's a, he's a good passer against double teams. Now he's not a good defender, um, but they have other guys like Herb Jones who are excellent defenders to try to cover up for that area. But man, he is a matchup nightmare. And I think people forget they were like in first place at one point this year uh, in the Western conference, because with McCollum, Ingram, Williamson and Valanchunas, that is a powerful, powerful uh, starting five, along with Trey Murphy, who's probably one of the most underrated young players in our game. Jeff Van Gundy, Coach Jeff Van Gundy, appreciate your time as always, Coach. All right, take care. You guys find each other when you guys screw up now. That's what you guys should implement at the show. <laughs> we agree. We actually, right, we actually did that. We actually had that going when the show first started when we would screw up words. That's why that money jar sat on the table for so long. By the way, he, Coach brought up – yeah, Coach. No, no, I was just listening. I, I think it's a heck of a thing. You guys, you guys should publish your fine system, and then everybody, all your listeners, could participate. You know, like if it really was a word screw-up, you know, like mm-hmm. you could have like an impartial judge out in the audience. That'd be yeah. good. Max would go broke. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Me, the nerve. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. All right, Coach. All right, take care. See, I need him. I need Van Gundy as my coach, man. Right. You know? I, get that money back. Man, he's, <laughs> not, he's, he's talking about not finding guys anymore? Come on. By the way, you brought up C.J. McCollum. It's a great, like, remember when, oh, why do they need C.J. McCollum? Because you need a veteran who can yeah, play. Yeah, a veteran player who Not can a play. dude, not a mascot on the bench, a dude no, who a can vet- play. a veteran player who can play and go get it when he needs to. Is there a gap between KD and LeBron? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. So we've been trying to get to Zion Williams, and we touched on it with uh, Coach. Hey, Zion, how close are you to returning? Physically, I'm fine. Now it's just a matter of uh, like when I feel like Zion. Um, you know, I, I know the atmosphere I'd be entering uh, based off, like, the playoff experience. Uh, so now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. So, I mean, listen, it's a, if, if it's a muscle thing, it's a hamstring, you got to rest it. But at the, at the same time, Key, there's reason to be optimistic, right? This isn't a bone thing or a joint thing or one of these types of things. It, it, it's a hamstring. People, you know, 
soft tissue stuff is you need to rest it, but at a certain point you're good to go. Yeah, but ha- hamstrings are very interesting because you rest it, you think you're good to go, and the moment you accelerate, all of a sudden there's that strain again, or there's that yeah. pop again, or whatever. You know, you get that big knot in. I've never, I've never had the injuries before. I'm just, I know a lot of my teammates and people that I've been around that have had hamstring problems, groins, hamstrings, throughout yeah, their, yeah, yeah, throughout yeah. their careers, and they think they're okay and they're fine to do it. In the moment that they go out there. And like I said, he's run, now he's running down the floor on a fast break. And all of a sudden, there's a jolt of acceleration. And then the next thing you know, he's pulling up again. Instead of just giving it that extra game or two and then you're good, now you're not available for the rest of the playoffs. But even, but even if you give it an extra game or two, once it, it's almost like a concussion to a degree. Uh-huh. Once it happens, it's hanging around all the time. And it can happen again in any moment. So, Zion, why not just give it a go? Zion. Talking Z. to you, Zion. Damn it. Z. Answer me. A little Z. bit of a mental battle. Because, uh, you know, when I uh, re-aggravated it back in February, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it was tough. So when I go to make certain moves, there is that hesitation. Sometimes there's not, but sometimes there is. And uh, I understand the magnitude of these games coming up, and I don't want to be out there hesitating or doing something that may affect my team in a bad way. All right. Now, you see, he's saying the same thing I just said. Certain moves, all of a sudden, back in February. So, if it's back in February, he, that means he had it prior mm-hmm. to that. So, now, whenever that was that he had prior to, whether it was in December or November or whenever it was, it came back in February. And now, he's hesitant because it's playing with his mind. Doesn't want and, to hurt the team. Now, Well, not only hurt the team, hurt himself even more. No, but, and, but it, because of that fear, that little hesitation, yeah. it could wind up hindering the team. Luther in New York, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Luther. Luther. Yeah, Luther. Go ahead, Luther. I'm going to find Luther. No, no, so uh, I was going to talk about how disappointed I am with the, uh, the Heat. Um, he's still playing. I don't know. I don't know. You, you tell me, Max. I know um, that runs your guy. I want to know. Is he just stubborn, or does he is he developing like I'm not trying to be funny like Alzheimer's or dementia because he's still trying to run that same type like type of style he was running in like with the Knicks in the nineties it's not going to work. It, Wait, it, who it, are you talking about now? Work, so Pat Riley, he's he's Pat, Pat Riley, Riley. Yeah, Pat, yeah, Riley. Yeah, Pat Riley. But Pat Riley's not coaching. Yeah, Pat Riley. Pat yeah, Riley. but it's his cult. Right? You want to blame Pat Riley for a certain culture, which I don't know why you blame him. They're always competitive. That's a great culture. Yeah, right, exactly. So what are we really – he's not the coach, that's Eric Spolstra. Unless you're thinking that Eric Spolstra is such a chip off the old block that Pat Riley still has his hands on game plans and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem to me to be the case. <laughs> no, I probably – there's an influence because that's what you know. I mean, that's what you had success in being around, but I don't sure. – it's Eric Spolstra's situation. Every Man, time look. someone thinks the game passed Pat Riley, he goes snatches a championship or two. Everyone calm down. Yeah, but they just was in the championship. Even though they played the Lakers in the bubble, they was just in the championship. Just now. Yeah, a couple years ago. So let's slow it down. Pat Riley, when he took over in Miami, grabs Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning. And they're bouncing the playoffs every year by the Knicks, but they are a rough team. Like, that. they were a tough out, really good competitive playoff team. Then he grabs Dwayne Wade and Shaq. 
and, and he wins a championship. Comes down out of the press box, yeah, down to, out of the box, coach him. down to coach him and wins a championship. And wins a championship. Oh, it's ego. It's just that, really? Because then he gives the reins to Spolstra, goes, gets LeBron and Bosh, puts him with Wade, goes to four straight and wins two. Then that time passes. Now he goes, grabs Jimmy Butler, gets back to the championship, really, and they were overmatched, right? Like, just leave Pat Riley alone. And the dude coached, what was it, got four chips as coach of the Lakers. <laughs> Pat Riley, boy. I don't, think, I don't think anyone wants it with Pat Riley. Carlos in Michigan, you got like 45 seconds. All right, hey, uh, hey Max, I just wanted to uh, talk about the KD versus LeBron uh, comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a big gap between uh, KD and LeBron. I think it's been that way since 2016 when KD won his first championship. Uh, I feel like in that series, their numbers were similar, but I feel like KD dominated the series because any time that the Warriors needed a big shot, KD hit them. Uh, down the stretch of most of those games when they needed big stops, KD got big stops guarding LeBron, and he made big shots with LeBron guarding him in most of those games. He was the best player on the floor. I, dis- I disagree with that, an- with that analysis because, yes, that- what you're saying is right, but you have to consider the circumstances. You have Steph and Clay on the floor. When you're for KD, and it was not the same for LeBron, so of course it's going to be harder for LeBron. He has to do more. I thought LeBron was easily the best player in the first series that they played against each other, and the second time it was close. I'd still have taken LeBron, but I think LeBron has gotten a little worse since then, and KD has gotten better when he's healthy. And LeBron's gotten older. Right, right. Which franchise has a chance to change the narrative to flip the script? how we view them. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio.